Hi there, and welcome to Bab the Builders podcast. The podcast that immerses you in the dynamic world of construction across the vibrant landscapes of Ghana. I'm your host, Pafo, and in each episode, we delve into the narratives, journeys, and insights of those influencing the construction scene in Ghana. Hello, guys. Welcome to today's episode. My guest for today is Isaiah, who is a constructor. Isaiah, I'm going to leave you to introduce yourself to my listeners. Great. So I'm Isaiah Niai Sakifu. Yeah. I attended, I did my primary school in Goldfields, from Goldfields. Then I moved to Adesado College in Cape Coast, mm-hmm. where I studied visual art. Mm-hmm. From there, I did a three-year course there. From there, then I moved to... Kean University, where I did a four-year program in BFA in Fine Arts. With my BFA in Fine Art, I studied sculpture in specific. Yeah, so I studied that for... F- so I did... The first year was a study of fine art, like painting and sculpture. Mm. Then from there, from my, th- from my second year to my fourth year, I did... <clears throat> I majored in sculpture. So at that point, I had to choose between painting and between sculpture, which one I would want to do. So I did sculpture. So sculpture yeah. or painting. Wow. Yeah, and okay. there was this saying that, Charlie, sculpture is for men and then painting was for women. So there really? was that notion. So yeah. So the that's funny thing is, I'm actually thinking about it. Okay, well, not necessarily for women, but I'm thinking about it and I'm like, well, painting should be easier. Shouldn't well, it, it, that's the whole point. It felt easy, so I mean, I felt personally that if I even didn't do painting, I could paint after school. So, what's oh. the? Yeah, yeah it makes that's, sense. That's how I thought. It makes sense at that time. And then there was a lot of stuff with the sculpture that a lot of people didn't like. So, in my year, we were about nine people just studying sculpture. Oh. The rest, about fifty something of a class, they all moved doing painting. And you said you went to university in tech, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. And my BFA in, in tech, university. Yeah. yeah, in K University, basically. And you, we had only nine students, like a whole government institution. Yeah, a whole, a whole class of nine doing wow. sculptures. The solid nine. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, the solid nine. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm, I guess basically you, you took your woodwork or you learned your woodwork or the ability to play with wood from that side, right? So basically. I didn't really do woodwork back in school. Back in school, I was doing sculpture. Is this sculpture like basically carving things out of wood? No, actually, old Marvel, you sculpture goes beyond just carving of wood. Interesting. Yeah, there was something in my time called conceptual art. Mm-hmm. And then sculpture was based on conceptual art. So conceptual art, just a brief to my audience, okay. and was about the conceptual the conceptualization Mm -hmm. or the idea base Mm -hmm. that comes with your art practice Mm. so before you carve there should be an idea there should be a thought process so basically the whole thought process before you actually make something happen exactly 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 that's amazing so then then it, it makes the artwork not just about the sculpture work not just about the idea of carving there, mm. but then the thought 
that went into creating that piece yeah makes sense yeah okay great i mean i know our listeners will not know this but um i met you through a friend and in kumase and i saw you basically your work and then you basically built um Remind me what's the name of the restaurant again? Uh, Los Barbados. Los Barbados in Kumasi University, which was amazing work. Yeah. Um, you did really great with that. Thank you. And I would say, how like, how did you get to that point where you were able to put out such great work? Yeah. So basically, this all started as a result of my finding my my final um, my final piece of what I was going to use to complete my final year. Mm-hmm. So basically in Kenya, in your final year, you're supposed to come up with an idea, a con- like a concept mm-hmm. that you're going to practice till you complete. So basically, um, a lot of my mates, there, were, there, there, were, there was the freedom to choose from whatever material you wanted to practice with within your final mm-hmm. year. Makes and sense. I decided to choose wood mm-hmm. because I wanted to explore how it could blend in our space and the feeling it gave within mm. a certain space. Yeah. So that that's what brought me to working with wood itself because then from there, so basically, within my final year, I, I, I did a setup where I, I used wood. So you see with these chilling spaces or with these open spaces, mm-hmm. when you go to pubs, clubs, pubs, pubs and okay. all that, yeah. you have chairs, wood, everything mm-hmm. done in wood, crafted mm-hmm. in wood. Yeah, but then there's that place where they actually use it in a setting where you can go to a normal place and see them craft stuff with wood. And then it's not going to give you the same feeling as let's say when you visit Los Barbados, the yeah, way the woodwork, yeah, yeah. yeah it, 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 it has a connection with the space itself. So basically, basically what you're saying is your woodwork is not just shed, like people just make, you know, yeah. just, just create shelter or shelter basically. Yeah, yeah. But yours is more of an art. It's like it has to connect with yeah, what it, using. Exactly. It has yeah. to connect inner with your inner self nice nice yeah okay great so um basically um i, I don't want us to go into like deep down this because this will be a rabbit hole yeah. but i wanted to that the whole purpose of this um podcast is to basically dissect and then um share with our audience my mm-hmm. audience like um yeah. what it takes to put up a building and all the nuances in coming up with something in ghana right yeah and today basically you are, I, I, when I met you, you mentioned that you were working on something somewhere in Kumase. Mm-hmm. And I would like you to talk a, briefly about that, um, what you are doing. And then we basically have a deeper conversation as to how, you know, things are yeah. and stuff like that. So what are you doing in Kumase at the moment? Currently, it's all about work. Mm-hmm. And then I have my own personal vendetta. Mm-hmm. So... So let's go to the person over there. Like I heard you had the land in Kumasi. So what 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 are you doing there? Oh, where's well, the land and what are you doing? Okay, so my land is located at Lake Busumche within Kumasi. Yeah. So there's a lake within Kumasi. A lot of people don't know there. Uh, there's, there's even a water body in Kumasi. Yeah. Yeah. For but those then who don't there's know, a big it. there's a big <laughs> lake. Mm-hmm. in Kumasi yeah for your vacation so <laughs> guess what yeah yeah there's a big lake in Kumasi so that's where I 
decided to purchase my land. Uh -huh. So I, I think I bought about um, two acres of land. And for the list, for the it sake was of about actually four acres of land. Yeah, four acres. so about sixteen plots. Okay, basically, so for the sake of our listeners who, are, who don't know anything about lands or acres, so basically, um, in Ghana, an acre is basically four plots put together, right? Exactly. So you get yeah. like a land basically in this dimensions of like a hundred by seventy feet, mm -hmm. right? And when they put four of these things together, um, it becomes an acre, right? So four plots become an acre, and he bought four acres which is equal to basically 16 plots right so yeah. that's where that's come yeah. from yeah and basically what what, what my plots i bought a lake bosom chain mm -hmm. the dimensions didn't come 70 by 100 like the usual dimensions oh nice so the dimensions so the dimensions were 70 by 70 why i'm so I, like i'm shocked because i do expect that place to have like a much more bigger dimensions because like you know in town people say that like we have shortage of land so basically 100 by 70 so smaller lands right and i do know that people are reducing the sizes of land these days and all but mm -hmm. i don't expect some place like lebusumchi to have a 70 by 70. i, I, I was even expecting like a 120 by 120 or something yeah. like that so the, the the deal with that place is um it has to do with um insufficient land because everybody wants piece uh, a piece of the waterfront ah yeah so everybody so basically even though there are no settlements there, there are not much settlements there in the place where I bought my land. But the problem is um, with the kin, mm -hmm. getting dealing with these chiefs, they're more like, okay, you, you got to do something for me to see. Then maybe if you want more, I, I could give, give you more. more. Yeah, but then basically the standard dimension they'll give you. They, so what they told me was, um, oh, yeah, yeah, Chenica in our local dialect, yeah, yeah, so that kind of thing, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it makes a ton of sense. So, basically, yeah, I got 70 by 70. And I, look, I was pleased, I, I was happy. I'm mm. like, I didn't even complain about it because, look, I was excited, I was just excited getting yeah, land, land beside the water view, and it could be a vacation place. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. basically, it leads to my next question: like, why did you purchase that land, right? Like, why did I purchase that land? Oh, I, so basically, I wanted to get that land to create a setting space again, mm. space, space, space. Okay, create a certain space, mm -hmm. a certain atmospheric space to a place where people could connect more with nature. Got it. Yeah, because so even the name I've intend to give to the place is a biosphere mm, yeah nice. so it a biosphere basically is a an ecosystem as an ecosystem involves the animals and the air everything mm. that consists within that space mm. so basically just like i practiced in school where i try to use wood to see people's reaction in a space mm -hmm. now i want to convert this space this mm -hmm. land i bought and for people to come and enjoy themselves within that space so it'll be a way for people a place where people could connect with more nature. spiritually with nature so basically you are basically giving them the two nature basically so, they yeah, yeah. Use so nature they're to gonna, do whatever they exactly do. so basically the wood will be there the the craft will be there wood craft water yeah. mountain Makes sense. everything within the same 
makes sense. Space, yeah, I mean, yeah. Basically. So, I mean, why that particular location, to be honest? Like, I like, why, I, why I just, Lake Bosomje? Like, I mean, because when you talk about nature, right? Like, there's nature almost everywhere. Like, I'm sure if you had, like, basically 20 kilometers away from the center of Kumasi, there's nature, right? I get so, you, why I Lake Bosomje in person? It's the idea of the combination of stuff within that same space okay because there's mountain there's the serenity within mm. that space the serenity within that space is just different i yeah, mean the air everything is natural is virgin land i mean yeah. there's a whole lot unlike being in the city area when you're in the city you're in nature but then i mean there's a whole lot of things going on in the city like noise pollution um you have fumes from vehicles i mean there's a whole lot going on in the city yeah, it makes sense. yeah but then with within that space where there's just serenity you can connect more with your inner self yeah. i mean there's a whole lot can go on within that space i mean yeah. you can swim in the water yeah, yeah. So i think this is just to tell my listeners that like you don't necessarily need to purchase land in town right like within the city mm-hmm. It's fine. It's nice, right? Yeah, but like yeah. sometimes it's also really nice and amazing to purchase land outside the city. Yeah. Because outskirts. You really like away from all the noise. Yeah, exactly. The, because I know I know I mean I do have friends that keep saying that like, you know, I have this land but it's way far away from town and I'm you know, I mean from what you are saying, it's just basically hitting me and it's like, okay, that means that it might be far away from town mm-hmm. and it might be far away from your work. But yeah. it's also the perfect place to go and relax and yeah. unwind from the stress from the city, exactly. right? So like, exactly. It probably won't be... So, this is the whole point. It won't be something that you can sleep in daily, but it can be something that can make you money over time, you know? So, money think about it. and vacation exactly. and relief. I mean, relief of stress because yeah. my job in particular can be very stressful. Clients could give you serious headaches. Yeah. I mean... You could do a job for a client and the client is going to come tell you, I don't even like the job. I don't even like how it looks like. I mean, after all that work and all that, you need that's somewhere to just blow off some <laughs> yeah. steam. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, so, that's, that's nice. Yeah. So, I mean, did you have any, like, problems acquiring the land? Like, did they, like, did you have any issues? Yeah, so, basically, before I purchased that land, I mean, it was virtually impossible because I told a lot of people, oh, I want to go purchase some land at Lake Basumche. And everybody was telling me, oh, it's impossible. Oh, there's no land there. Look, there was a, there was a, a ton of reasons people could give me mm. about getting that land. But then I didn't, I was just focused on getting it because I'd experienced that space on a vacation. I went yeah. with my friends and I really enjoyed the place. So with that in mind and what that experience in mind, I kept on pushing. Mm. So basically, well, I never really told the story, but then there was this first place I went to called Abono. Abono, where is that? I so a lot of a lot of place, a lot of people in Kumasi only know of Abono. So Abono is one side of the lake. Oh, it's one side of the lake. I think is the most mature town is it's it's, it's the, like the biggest town the on biggest the lake. town so the lake basically stretches across it's about 37 37 I towns. Think 37 towns about the way initially about 40 but i think the water took about a certain number of towns oh. and i think now they're left with 32 i think to be i'm not really 
the specifics i have forgotten the specifics yeah. a bit but then i know there's around 32 towns around the lake mm. currently interesting yeah okay great yeah so like yeah you were saying so that's the biggest town so you know because that's where i went for my vacation i decided to go there to find if i could get land yeah but then um so i went i actually told a friend and a friend told me oh he knew someone who could get me some land there yeah. so i went so we met some we met went to meet someone we went to there mm-hmm. and then the person sent us uh, sent us to the kin because apparently in that town if you want to purchase land the only way you're gonna purchase land is go to the, the kinship the the chieftaincy they control lands everything that has to do with lands within so, that place so to break it down you basically met somebody in the town Ran- was there a random person or you kept asking around I kept on asking around and, and then they directed me to someone in so basically you didn't just see a poster somewhere oh no just, you, like you were so determined you just no, went to the village it, yourself it doesn't work like that not like in accra here where okay. you can just see a poster no nobody posted about that <laughs> i mean okay you so, gotta go hunt it yourself okay so you went hunting yeah asked around yeah found somebody who basically led you to the king, the king right? yeah and for those who don't know this there are so and many types lands right i actually you know to see the kin in the ashanti region you actually have to buy a bottle of snap okay snap to go to sort of knocking i don't know yeah. there's this whole thing where you you can't go to the chief his yeah. your highness the empty-handed so you had to actually so i mean this kin is not that it's not tune for right no it's not a tune for okay so yeah. it's like the king of the town it's the king of the town yeah okay, okay. and even not the main king of the town because i, I hear the main king of the town is the king uh, is the father uh, 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 he is the son of wound to me oh chama wound to me yeah okay. chama wound so, to me I mean, father is po- the actual you are not into politics yeah, but yes yeah. so oh makes sense so, so i want to basically subordinate okay. if he's not around the person who takes over yeah got it so i mean for those who don't know this there are several types of lands right there are lands that the government owns like yeah. when you are purchasing a land there are certain lands that government basically owns by virtue of like maybe like a case well in kumasi things are different there because it doesn't work that way no but i'm just saying like that i'm just like explaining to the listeners for the types of lands we have oh, okay, right? okay I get so you. we do have certain yeah. lands that um basically are owned by the government mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and sometimes are also owned by families right yeah and some are owned by chiefs yeah and then there are also lands that are owned by the government but are like the government got them from disputes right yeah, exactly so like two people maybe not understand something or something and you know the government takes their land mm-hmm. and then sells the land mm-hmm. or maybe you owe a bank yeah and then the banks like seizes it and then sells yeah, it on behalf of the I government um so there are stuff like that and also for, i mean personally my land i got it from a family so i didn't have to deal with a chief yeah i had to deal with the family, family. itself so you know? basically mine is not so different um it's also it belongs to a family but then you know the families got it from the chief ah. because the chiefs gave it out to them f- for farm. farming got it. but then eventually when the chief dies then the family takes over but then in kumasi the chieftaincy is so strong that when someone dies there's gonna be always a new kin and then a new kin reclaims back everything and then makes sense it it, makes it, sense. it, it always comes back to the stool makes sense yeah the lands always come back to the stool makes sense okay so um so i mean you went to 
dropped to the skin and yeah. you got the land. How I actually it? didn't get the land from that place. That's where I began. Oh, That's where my okay. journey started. Right. Yeah. Got it. So where did you get the land then? Actually, when I got there, so they quoted a price. And I mean, the price they were quoting was too high. So Do you mind sharing the price? The so they were telling me at that, at that time, they were going to sell a land, a plot of land, which wasn't even a full plot. Half a plot. Okay. For 40,000 Ghana cities. 40,000 Ghana cities for half a plot. For half a and plot. And was it like by the... It was by the lake. Or by the lake. Uh, yeah. Okay. But I didn't even like the land because then it had a lot of erosions and mm. I, I didn't like the state of the land. Got it. Yeah, okay. So then I went on hunting more and more and then I later found a place called Ankasi. Mm. Diasi at Ankasi. Next to... is the next town to Ankasi. Okay. Then the land... The town was called Diasi. Okay. So also led by another... Um, relative to the kin, okay, and that's where I got my yeah, plots of land, yeah. Okay. But then I got two acres first, then later, added two acres, two acres, yeah. Okay, so I mean, the question I want to ask is, do you like how did you pay for this land? Like, did you just carry all these cash in like in a bag and you know, went to drop it in front of the kin? No, or no, like, no, no, it, it didn't go that way because I didn't even trust them in the first place because I don't know. Because I love a lot of talks from my friends mm-hmm. and my peers, my peers, I didn't really trust. I was very skeptical about every move I made yeah. with these people. Yeah. But we basically, I went there. I discussed. I wanted land. They mm-hmm. showed me the land. Mm-hmm. They showed me how much it cost. Yeah. And then from that discussion, I went back to town. Yeah. It's back. is about. 40 minutes drive away from Kumasi. 45 minutes drive away from Kumasi. So mm-hmm. I went back to town and then organized a week time and then came back and then came back. So, yeah. by, so when you went back, you went with full cash? No, I didn't go with full so cash. Like still. They, they gave you a payment plan basically. Yeah, they gave me a payment plan, but then basically it, the idea was to make sure everything was right before before i made the final oh, payment okay. so basically what were, what were some of the things you were looking out for like in terms of it being a right land oh. so basically mm-hmm. if you buy the land first they'll go to show you around do you pick the measurements and then check the measurement so i had to go to surveyor to oh, make sure the wow. cord so you've got a surveyor from kumasi and then took him to the land to the land got it with the points and the make point. sure the dimensions were right. Right, exactly, okay. exactly. Okay. Before even accepting to pay them. Oh. Yeah, before sense. I even accepted to pay so, them. But did you run any like land search or like that? So ba- basically that place, they are, they're not even modern. They don't have anything like a cadastral or they don't have anything. Mm. They don't have anything. They don't have city plan. They don't have cadastral. They don't have indenture. They, they have nothing so it's like basically it's a virgin land with nobody's name on it exactly but they i mean the, the people of the town and or the village and the natives know who owns what part of it basically so basically it. with that side it all belongs to the king and mm. then the king reports to a bigger paramount chief, chief. Okay. okay and then that chief reports to utunfo mm. so that's how the system is makes sense yeah makes sense okay because um okay so now you basically got a surveyor to the land pick the points pick the sizes what next what did you do next after you pick the sizes i so the 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 the, the king had this appointee uh-huh. who went with us and then so i discussed with him tried to negotiate 
the because then the king is not going to come negotiate himself so okay you got to negotiate with his subordinate mm-hmm. and then you come to a conclusion and then then payment happens mm. but then when i was doing all this payment i mean i had cameras and so you took a you took video yeah there was a coverage there. a video showing me me paying money all as evidence yes all as evidence to make sure i was safe guys it's very important like god has yeah, yeah, any yeah. evidence is because what like, if the king dies i mean yeah so video evidence written evidence receipts yeah, yeah. every and single yeah, thing I to prove like do payment of the land actual documents i i did a document myself i mean typed the indenture so, so you typed an indenture or was a receipt no i typed a document indicating that i was paying so so amount okay. of money okay. for okay. this so amount receipt, of plots basically. yeah yeah, yeah basically that and then they gave me something called uh the indenture they give you an indenture okay yeah so it's just a document showing that the king has given you so so amount of land okay at this particular at this point, particular point mm. yeah at this particular time and you made this amount of payment and all that makes sense yeah in that document yeah so they gave you the indenture they gave me the indenture okay. because i requested for something that showed showed or proved that you, i had bought land from yeah. her their chieftaincy yeah. makes sense all right and so i mean at that point basically so you had already negotiated for a payment plan and you were paying it slowly exactly and then after all basically after all the checks with your survey and everything and they give it I still it still didn't confirm that I was safe okay so this land I bought had a lot of cocoa trees on it okay so they told me that okay um so after you know there's this whole thing about after I pay the money for the I paid a bit of money for the land uh-huh there was the cocoa trees and they, they I had to pay compensation to the owners the families that had planted those cocoa trees oh wow so yeah. after paying for the land you had yeah, to compensate yeah, the people yeah, yeah, who, yeah. i had wow. to compensate the people, people who have but why didn't you trees. take this from the amount of money you're giving because basically if i'm if you're selling the land for 40k right mm-hmm. or forty thousand. No, with this land it wasn't actually forty thousand. this okay. was a different price. Yeah. okay but let's let's assume this was forty thousand mm-hmm. cities right mm-hmm. and then you're charging me forty thousand cities for the land why don't you just take some of the forty thousand cities and compensate the families yeah, on so the you land. know that was what pissed me off about the other place i wanted to purchase because uh, the abono place uh, the abono place yeah. because after i was gonna pay the amount of money yeah. for the um the land. the land i was also gonna compensate the people after paying that for which basically makes it more than and i thought it was a rip-off yeah, yeah it was great, a rip-off it makes mean, sense yeah so um Okay, I mean, I think I do have a few more questions left, um, mm-hmm. so that we wrap this up. Um, you, if you are, if a friend walks to you right now and mm-hmm. says, "Isa, I want to purchase a land," what would you tell the person? Be careful, definitely. Okay. Be careful about whoever you're gonna make your payments to, and mm-hmm. you gotta confirm, do a lot of checks. Uh-huh. background checks on the land to see whether there are no conflicts on the land yeah. it, it doesn't have a previous owner and i mean everything regarding that land should if you could do surveys and checks on the to town and country planning or yeah. something you could so like to you them can go to the lands commission lands commission run a search on the land but exactly. you can you need to you need a surveyor to do this right so you need you let the surveyor pick the po- the, the portion they are locating to you exactly. exactly the points and then you, you go, go and run a search on that yeah, yeah. and then you just make sure that also like whoever you're paying for, like, yeah and basically the, of the land the last thing sometimes you got to do is you got to go pour sand if or clear take a machine clear, clear the, the land, land 
just to pull people's legs to see who whatever pops up. who pops up. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah that, like that's a nice it's, advice. It's a necessity. I mean, yeah. pretend you're you're about to build. And exactly. Let's, let's see and who comes see out. Who comes, <laughs> who comes running? Who comes yeah. out? You know, I mean, one free piece of advice, right? Um, I'm going to leave out there is, um, personally, I do. I mean. Building is very expensive and mm-hmm. purchasing a land is very expensive, right? Yeah. But sometimes you need to also, you can't just purchase the land and leave it, right? You need to fence it, right? Exactly. So, I mean, aside he's saying like clearing the land, like clear the land, if you are going to buy, let me I say a thousand pieces of blocks, mm-hmm. you buy them and then start the music like a two course block wall. Exactly. A just, dwarf wall. Yeah, dwarf wall just to, I mean, show people like somebody is there, right? Yeah, and and yeah. see what comes up. Because yeah. I mean, for me, I think conflict will always come up, right? Eventually. Eventually, I mean, conflict yeah. will always come yeah. up, but you have to be determined to push through. Push through, yeah. yeah. On how hard, like, depends on how determined you are with the land. Land, exactly. Conflict will always come up. Yeah, there definitely will be. The families, not all of them are literate. Yeah, I had a lot of, I had, even though nobody owned the land, mm. I had issues with the farmers. Yeah, basically, because yeah. they are literate, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's gonna I be mean, tough. Yeah. Because you want to do this, somebody say no, I want. Yeah, agree. I mean, I got a dozer one day and just ram everything down. Yeah, what? and, and, and ram everything. And I'm, I'm sure they were pissed. They were pissed, but I didn't care because I'd made payments at that point to the king and made compensation to, to them. the farmers. And, and so, what was their problem? I mean, some of them were like, "Oh, we should wait till the." Cultivate, the they, 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 they cut they down their, their harvest. I'm like, no, I'm not waiting. I'm cutting it down yeah, right it's, now. It's, now. It's, tough. it's tough. Yeah, so I, I did a dozer in the, got everything down and I was done. So, I mean, I won't, I won't lie. Um, it's not, it's not, you won't always come to a, a purchase a land that will have all these things on it. But when you, I mean, when you're purchasing land in the city or even outside the city where they don't have these things, you basically have to be careful, take your time, and make sure you have your money ready. I would say that don't purchase land, although you can purchase and pay things incrementally, make sure that the, the moment of your last payment, you have enough to, you know, um, put up a driveway before you make your last payment. Exactly. And then have enough evidence of your payments too as well. That's also very, very important if you've not learned, any, learned anything from this video. Yeah. And be willing to fight because there's always mm-hmm. going to be issues that come up with lands in um, Ghana in general. So be very careful, uh, be vigilant, be willing to fight, and then have enough evidence to as well and run as much search, search as you can. Yeah. And then you Definitely. would have a solid land. So um, basically, if Isaiah has been able to do it and I've been able to do it, you, you also can, can do, do it. it too as well. Yeah. So, Purchasing a land is not difficult, it's not far-fetched, it's not crazy, it doesn't have to be in dollars, it doesn't no. have to be crazy amounts, yeah. and yeah. Thank you very much for listening to this episode, and thank you very much, Isaiah, for being on my show. Thank you.